delicious. Cheers, me. Hang on. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Straight from the bottle tonight. All right, day four. Day four. A very eventful, magical day. So why don't we, uh, it was, why don't we start off with some good news? Some wonderful, magical news. So my phone has been found. (laughs) (laughs) It was given to my mom by an airport attendant today. She sent me a picture of my phone. And good things happen to good people. That's all I got to say. And it's doing well. It was it was a little bit shaking. It was a little bit worry. It was a little bit in a in a in a state of shock and shivering on but, my phone. Yeah, but oh, it was cold but, and alone on a bathroom floor, probably. Yeah, but it's safe and sound. Yeah. So that's good. That is good. A sigh of relief. Yeah. So if anything, if any, if we need to do anything else now, when it comes to the phone, when it comes, I was mainly worried about getting our PCR test to come back into Canada. Like I was worried somehow they would send a code to my phone or they would send something to my phone. I need to like verify it or I don't know. I, that was something I was worried about. So at least we know that's not going to happen. Yeah. That's good. So, Oh, sorry. I have to say thank you to my mom. Mom, I love you so much. I couldn't have done it without you. She went to the airport twice because they turned her away the first time. Well, yeah, didn't she go earlier today and then... They were like, yeah, we don't have it. And then they called her right when she got home. We're like... And then she went back again. Yeah. And then she went back to the airport again. So, Mm. mom, if you're listening, thank you so much. Nancy the superhero. Yeah, you're a superhero and you're the best. We couldn't have done this without you. So, overall, overall, it was a really great, amazing day. So amazing. And so, we found out this information like an hour ago. Yeah. So it's the end of the day. My mom called me when we were coming back from dinner. So this is like good news at the end of the day. But even prior to this, this was like the best day of our trip. Yeah. Yeah. So we get up and today was today was going to be a day of filled with waterfalls. We were, we were planning on going to, to multiple waterfalls, but... We were going to go chasing waterfalls. Yeah, exactly. And But we ended up staying at, at, one, at one in particular for... for you know, a few hours, right? We went to a place called Siljalensfoss. Siljalensfoss, mm-hmm. which is a a, wa- a a water a waterfall. A beautiful. But beautiful. it 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 kind of it kind of shoots out over a cliff. So this waterfall, you can you can go up right right up close to it, and you can actually even walk a path behind the waterfall. So yeah, you can you can see what it looks like from from behind and you can mm-hmm. like take pictures and and it's I don't know it's really really cool. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the that's the main waterfall, right? Yeah. But the highlight of it was like maybe I think it's at like 500 meters down. There's a another little Well, okay, before we talk about that uh-huh. part. Uh-huh. So when you're going to the main waterfall, you approach it and there's just like a tidal wave of mist that encapsulates you so it's like really slippery yeah and uh there were tons of people it was really fun but you come out like it's basically like going on the maid of the mist when you're going to niagara falls right you just get pummeled with mist there was a whole bunch of people so that was like a very niagara falls-esque experience so then and it was awesome like i mean you go to niagara falls and you're like this is majestic and beautiful and like a seventh wonder of the world right 
But then we leave this waterfall and we walk down this path. It just kind of looks like a hiking trail. Well, because there's people that are that are that are. So, so you, there's essentially a path. You you walk up the right side of the of the of the of the of the waterfall along this path, and then which takes you behind it, and then you walk down the left side of it, which was really slippery. Yes. Like, oh yeah. Like like to the point where you had to go step by step. So when you when you when you go when you go down the left side, you see a path and like or like I guess a fork in the road where you can go to the left and go back to the parking lot, or you can go to the right and continue down this path. So we're like, uh, uh, the waterfall, we were there for like 20, 30 minutes, something like that. So it mm-hmm. wasn't that long. So we're like, okay, we have some time. Like, we'll, uh, we'll head down this, this path and see what's up. Cause there's, cause you could see like little, little other little waterfalls down across the, cause it's it kind of, it's a giant, I guess a cliff mm-hmm. that kind of, it's like a big rock wall that spans this path. And mm-hmm. then that's where the waterfall is coming out over. And so we decided to go down and we actually see a person from that we met on the on the plane in right or mm-hmm. the, yeah we met we met uh, like a couple of ladies on the on the way like in toronto oh wait no do we was when it when we were boarding boarding the plane to come yeah. here right so we met them and then Haley noticed her on the path and was like oh hey like yeah you the lady from the airport yeah, she's so friendly you know yeah. like hey oh my god we ran into each other yeah so she goes she goes oh you guys should uh, go down here and check out there's a cool little there's another cool little waterfall over there so we're like oh okay cool there's a bunch we've seen so maybe there's, yeah. there's a really there's a cool one so we we walk we walk down mm-hmm. and we see like a you know waterfall water waterfall here waterfall waterfall there we see like a little crack in it. We go, we go inside. The person comes out. Oh, they're like, oh, it's just, a, it's just like a little muddy little sort of crevasse in the, in the, in the wall, and then uh, nothing really, nothing really special. We, we, we saw, we saw a little cave that you could go in, like a yeah, little, a little hobbit cave. Maybe like a, it's like five or six feet deep. Yeah, kind of so just cute. a little, little hovel, and then we go down further to this. I guess a big, a big giant crack in the wall that go that yeah. spans the entire cliff. It's a gorge. It's a gorge, sure, I guess, but it's it's <laughs> it's, a gorge. it's a it's a crack what you could walk through, and it opens up to this. The only way we can describe it is magical. This place full of wonderment. Oh and my god! It looks like so you go a into this cave of wonders, a gorge it, it, of wonders. It, it looks like. And a place, the way I described it at least, was it looked like a place where uh, a, a movie set in an ancient fantasy world was. And if you go to this place and set down a special relic into the center of the area, the waterfall would start to glow and like a fairy dragon would come down <laughs> and grant you 15 wishes or something like that. When you So when you look up at the top of the waterfall, it's... The cave isn't enclosed, so you see the sky, but it was like the water was falling from heaven. Yeah, it was like it was like it was like imagine a big crack in a big crack in the cliff that goes all the way to the top of the cliff, but rather than just a crack, it it goes it's it's a you go through it and then opens up to a bigger area, mm-hmm. and then in that area is a waterfall falling into the center, oh. and then at the foot of it is a giant boulder like oh, like, yeah. like ten feet no like maybe yeah like maybe like. Eight, eight or nine feet high and like 
15 feet across like a massive giant boulder like yeah. huge like one of the biggest rocks i've ever seen mm-hmm. and there's this waterfall that just falling into this area and the, and the light is kind of shimmering on it and it's like half glowing and half like misty and it it honestly looks like it's out of a dream it's it's yeah. it was hands down the coolest thing i've ever seen it didn't feel real and then on top of that like having so that woman who oh, yeah. we had met on the airplane she totally undersold this water which was great like she was like oh yeah you should maybe go around the corner there's a pretty cool waterfall over there and we were like yeah, oh good. all right she didn't say this was gonna be like a once in a lifetime waterfall like, that you see in a movie and nowhere else like this this waterfall it's it's cooler than the waterfall that the place is named after yeah like like way cooler like like I'd rather see this waterfall than than see the waterfall you can walk behind. It was called Glufrabui. Glu Glufrabui. G L J U F R A B U I. Glufrabui. And it was great. It was fantastic. It was the <laughs> coolest thing. I think we 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 went there, took a bunch of pictures and videos left and then decided to go back to it to go watch it look at it some more because mm-hmm. we Didn't wanted we just wanted to do it without having to have a camera and just watch it because it was honestly like the coolest the coolest thing mm-hmm. so like probably the coolest site i've seen one of the coolest sites i've seen in my life yeah no for sure yeah it's one of the wonders so of that, the world for sure so that was yeah that should be one of the wonders of it the should world. be um but that was one, and then um, so we were, and then we were gonna go to another waterfall called Skagafoss, mm-hmm. I think, which was the waterfall um, that was a, a certain scene was filmed during the Vikings TV show. TV show, yeah, where Loki finds Floki. Sorry, Floki finds Iceland. Yeah, he gets to this waterfall. There's like a beautiful rainbow. So, so we we, we were gonna go to that, and maybe even another one, but we're like. Because we had we had we had booked these tickets to this to this cave uh, sort it's of. It's like a a tour, a cave tour, at two. So yeah, it was at two, and this I think we like we're like we were kind of just finishing. Well, we were actually gonna like decide to like I, I think if we had decided to fit Skagafoss in, we would have missed. We wouldn't have gone to glug 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 Yeah. Yeah, and so. We decided, okay, we'll just go here. We'll skip that, and then we'll go. We'll go to the caves, and then we'll. Go. We had, and then we had reservations at a very special restaurant, which we'll get to. <laughs> um, so we didn't end up going to that waterfall today. We're gonna go tomorrow. So we're gonna go tomorrow, and yeah. So we just, we thought we figured we'll, we'll scratch that, and then so f- instead of going there from uh, from, oh my god, how how do I say this again? Hang on. Instead of going from there, from, instead of going to Skagafoss from Seljaldunsfoss, we decided to go to this cave exhibit. It was called it's called the caves the caves of it's Hella, H E L L A. But I believe I think it's I think pronounced differently. Hecknar. Hecknar. I believe it's pronounced. I think that's how they they pronounce it. But I could be totally off. We'll have to look up on Google Translate, like. And put the or not voice on. or not. We we'll just, just we'll just say it's Hella and or or and or Hecknar and or neither <laughs> slash Hecknar slash slash neither. Yeah, and slash the caves where there's Christian memorabilia. Yeah, and whatnot. Exactly. So right? they're like they're these. Yeah, they're these like 
man-made caves that they offer a tour, I guess. And it's like kind of, a, it's kind of, it's a random little, it's like a farm on the side of the road, but not in like a field that's like under at the foot of a mountain, at the foot of a mountain. It's like a little farm off the side of a road that's off the side of a kind of like little town area that mm-hmm. has like, I don't know, little little restaurant, like little uh, shopping uh, supermarkets or yeah, nothing like it wasn't it wasn't like a like a rural area that's this like really nice. It was just like a random side on the random yeah. spot on the side of the road. It's kind of a sleepy town type of area that we're staying in. Well, we're staying in the boonies, like we're on a farm. Oh, we had to drive three kilometers on a dirt road to get to where we are right now. Yeah, so we're a little bit out of the way. But when you drive into town, it's still a small town. Like it's not like any of the towns that we drove through yeah like the one that we did earlier tonight yeah um so it is a small town i think that this tourist location the caves of hecknar um the facility that you i guess you walk into initially when you go to get your tickets we bought ours online but i think you can buy them there it's a really nice facility it looks like a little cafe yeah, but I think it was just built. So my understanding, and I don't know, maybe we could find this on the website, but I feel like this is like a relatively new tourist spot. Yeah, remember, they said they opened up a couple, like, like two years ago or something. But they only discovered the caves or they only like finished the caves or I guess like rediscovered them and like cleaned them out four years ago. Something like that. And I think yeah. they opened up to tourists a couple years ago. Yeah. So yeah. it's still very new. And yeah. Which is actually funny. I think had we gone on the Iceland trip initially, we wouldn't have been, they would, these wouldn't not. have been open probably. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. 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 It was really cool. So. So, yeah, we go and um, <clears throat> essentially they're, they're these, they're man-made caves that they, I think they date back a thousand years. They were used, um, they, were, they were at least well, used. Well, it's disputed. How... Well, they were used by Vikings. Yes. But, but they weren't made by Vikings. Well. No, they weren't. Remember, because um, so our, our, our tour, got, it was cool, actually, we, we got there and there's nobody else there. So we got, our, we had our own little private tour. Yeah, it was just the two of us. Of these, like, so they have a total she of. She was t- so awesome. I love She was really knowledgeable. Yeah, yeah, her name is Thorin, I think. Thorin. Thorin, yeah. yeah. And, um, which is like such, such a Viking name. I know. <laughs> and. Uh, she was wearing one of those <clears throat> wool, like, Icelandic sweaters, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. It was just like the perfect. Very on brand. Example of like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so there are these. I think she said there's 12 of them. There's 12 total caves in that area. Yeah. And But we went to go see four, one of which was just a little storage area. It was kind of just this... A cellar. It was a cellar and, uh, where the... Because the, the... So the person that owns the land is his... Fa- I guess his father had used these caves or something. I guess they had discovered these caves on the land. It was a land. farmer. He's 82 years old and his, today. Yeah. And when he was a young boy, he would play in these caves. No, no. His, when his dad was a young boy. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought she said when he was a young no, boy. No, when his dad was a young boy. Wow. Yeah. His dad would play in the caves. Yeah. And then that, that, wow. I, think, I think that's how they discovered them. Well, that's how they <clears throat> knew there was... So out of the four caves that we saw, one of them is a cellar that the, that she actually still uses they, for yeah. her family. No, no, the the guy, the old, well, the old she, man. Doesn't she live on the property no, too? No, no, no. She, she, it's, an, it's an old gentleman. I think he's he must be... He didn't say an old gentleman oh. and his wife or anything like that. He just said it was an old guy. He's eighty-two, and he lives on the property. He's oh, a farmer. So it's his cellar. Then it's, it, it's just it's his land. I it's, she like lived there with them. I don't know why. No, I, I, he probably allows the people to like the archaeological, the heritage society, and the and the archaeologists mm-hmm. to come there and and just like and Do what they excavate want. Yeah. and 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 study these these places. Yeah. But she's, I guess, I want to say she's probably like a like some kind of director. Like she probably 
is like the face of it is she's probably like mm-hmm. the public relations person if they need to you know talk to the media i don't know i don't think it's any, oh, anything okay. like fancy, well anyway but... he uses the cellar with his family. yeah i know he'll he'll keep like jars of like jam and shit yeah <laughs> So and it's a very small cave. Like that's like a tiny cave that like one person like you could fit. you and couldn't even you, like, you couldn't even stand yeah, up. Yeah, you'd have to crouch down. So that was then, that was one of the four. Yeah, but then one of the other caves. Um, what were we saying before? Well, the the first what the first cave. We were saying so. Yeah, so the first cave is meant. For, it was a smaller cave, but you could stand in it. Yeah, so it was meant, and it was meant for for keeping sheep. Mm-hmm. Remember, so we went to the we went, so we went we went to the first two caves were were attached. Oh, sorry, I remember what I was gonna say. I so when she was saying that the old man would play or his dad would play in the cave, mm-hmm. I think she was saying that he discovered how large the actual cave was. That there was oh. an extension to it because that when they were trying to dig out, I guess like so what she was saying was a lot of um, garbage and like dirt sand and like debris will blow into these caves if they're not taken care of if they're not boarded off or if they're not covered properly which they weren't so out of these 12 caves like all of them were pretty much hidden buried and like had all this crap in it so when they were looking to to refurbish them is that what you would say or like uh restore restore them um they they went into this one cave and they didn't realize how big it actually was. The only reason that they realized there was like an extension to it is because of that man's father who had like gone down when he was a kid and played in the cave. And mm. there was like a whole like right. separate section to it where they would like put hay. Oh, okay. It would fall in and like he would have to go down and like spread it out. Oh, no, that was that was when I think a couple hundred years ago. That's how they when they used the, the second cave as a storage facility. But that was the old man's father that would go down and like. Oh, that was him? Yeah. But I thought it was That's multiple kids. Oh, may, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, well, let's start. Let's, okay. So, so let, let's start from the first cave. The first okay. cave was it's a kind of a low. It's basically. If you're over 510, you probably would have to duck in this cave. Yeah. It, like 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 we were both like our heads were just like we're yeah. we're just uh clearing it yeah. at any yeah. any point. And this was a cave that they say was used to 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 store sheep and to breed because apparently sheep don't breed in daylight. They have mm-hmm. to be in complete darkness. They need to set the mood essentially. Yeah. And saying. they don't do it outside because they're classy. Yes, exactly, and and I think they need they. It, it's easy to warm up because um, it's a it's a low ceiling, um, so if you have a number of warm bodies in there, like sheep or, or a fire or, any, or anything of the sort, it'll warm up really quickly, and that way it'll create optimal conditions for for sheep to breed and to also to store them, um, and then in this, so it's a kind of a just a, just a pretty small little area and then there's a hole in the top in the middle of the of the of it so and it, and it acts as a chimney because there would be people would make bonfires inside so then obviously the smoke could exhaust um and then there's a small i guess tunnel way that connects to mm-hmm. the second cave which is basically the size of a person like if you were walking this and you were you you, you couldn't really you have to go you have to go single file first of all and you really couldn't, you have to, like, there's not much leeway on either no. side of you. It's really weird. Like, you kind of feel a little claustrophobic walking through. Did you? I well, no, like, not in a bad way, but it was like, this is, like, really tight. Like, you couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't 
You couldn't move left to left or right. No, no. you couldn't. You couldn't move around someone. Like if, it was if you, like close to like if it was any smaller, you'd have to get on your hands and knees or and shimmy fall through. or shimmy. Oh yeah, but even like the width, right? You, you, if it was any yeah. smaller, you, you might have to shimmy sideways. Yeah. Right. Like you couldn't. You couldn't move around. Like if someone wanted to go in front of you, you couldn't. Right. You'd have to go out of it like in a single file. Right. And, and then it, it, which leads into the, a much bigger room, um, which with with higher ceilings, it was mm-hmm. like these were like eight nine foot ceilings. Yeah. Uh, with it also a chimney in the middle and of it. It's so cold. It's and really, it's not just because Iceland is like getting a little bit colder. It's the temperature of a fridge. Like yeah, you keep stuff down the, there all year round and it never, uh, she was saying it doesn't change yeah, temperature. Even in the summer, it's like yeah. four degrees. She's saying when you, when, when they do the tours in the summer and it's like, it's hot outside, you have to bring sweaters to go down there because mm-hmm. it's really cold. So it's, it's really, they said it's really good for, for fruit, food preservation and uh beer preservation and, and whiskey mm-hmm. they have they keep they keep beer and whiskey barrels down there because it, everything because of the constant and it smells so good it did it smelled like it smelled like the beer store kind of mm-hmm. um but it they smell like whiskey more so than beer had a, it had a had a stench of beer a little bit too i don't yeah. know it, it smells like a, if you go shopping for alcohol kind of you, you'll, you'll recognize mm-hmm. the smell um but they uh um uh oh yeah because of the because of the constant the consistent conditions mm-hmm. um it's really good to store stuff because you don't have to worry about the expansion and contraction of the mm-hmm. barrel and you know any yeah. any ample for like liquor fermenting fermentation yeah just for the storage and, and for the, like yeah for the aging process mm-hmm. of it and stuff like that and uh so yeah just another another pretty cool cave i guess um well that was the one else? that in so that second cave is when i was referring to where they um realized that there was when they had first excavated the the front part of the cave they didn't realize that there was actually a second part that right. it made it even bigger and when they took that section out they realized that there was like a little groove in the far back side of the cave it almost looks like a seat like someone carved out a bench for yeah people to sit on I'd... and she was suggest that well, while she thinks that people might have actually cooked or, or didn't done their cooking. well they were saying okay so so hold that thought because she was saying so first of all there's a, a we, we gate we got a history lesson yes we did and apparently and loved it. it was great it was yeah. awesome i knew that I, when i read it online i was like i feel like billy's gonna be really into this because it's like all about yeah just like the way that things were done back then. it was history like it was it was history from a thousand years ago all yeah. the way up until the mid 20th century yeah um but the she was saying how <clears throat> the the first people so in school they're taught that Vikings were the first to settle here and there was some there in was, Iceland. In, in I, sorry, in Iceland. Yeah. And then and then there was some kind of like people there that were kind of along like also discovering it discovering it at the same time and then and then the Vikings scared them off because they, they were they didn't really want to deal with them. But in actuality, apparently she was saying that the what they've discovered is that it's the it was um a group of Irish monks that just that landed in this in this on this um uh area in in, in iceland, in iceland, yeah. in iceland and call and not call not quite colonized it but but set up settlement. settlements yeah. yeah and uh because so they were so apparently irish if you go to ireland you'll know you, you can see a lot of caves like a lot of cave um na- caves that are dug out of out of sandstone which is what these ones are made out of as well and um the vikings weren't known for 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 building caves they were they were she said they were more a lot more vain so anything they built they wanted to show to the world and, and be very obvious mm-hmm. whereas, whereas these irish monks were a little bit more humble so they you know building caves was, was a lot more practical and uh, they were good at it 
Um, yeah, and as you said, it's practical because, um, like, in Iceland, there's not a lot of uh, material to build. A, like, yeah, not a, a lot of trees as much. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So yeah. building a cave was a lot more practical yeah. because it could withstand the elements a lot better. Right. It's made with, is it called sta- sandstone? Sandstone, sandstone. Yeah, so it's not a very, like, it's very, durable you, you could stone. scratch it away over exactly, time. Exactly, yeah. but for some reason it preserves yeah. well over obviously that, yeah. uh, over a thousand years so. so so going back to what you were saying that you thought they they cooked on, on the stones on that kind of couch looking that mm-hmm. little seat, seat looking thing. In, the, in the extension in yeah the back part a- of that. apparently it was that um the so whenever they whenever they would have irish tourists coming to view these caves they'd be like oh this is like something i've seen before they they, 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 mm-hmm. they they've actually recognized similar caves in ireland as the ones that we saw today mm-hmm. and then and they when they were trying to figure out what this sort of seat looking area is they said oh this this could be something that we, we we've heard that um in in the caves that we've seen they would take hot stones that were sitting in a fire put mm-hmm. them on along there's chimneys in all of these caves so yeah so you they, would have a bonfire you would put all these stones mm-hmm. in the bonfire and let them heat up yeah and then you would take them and put them along this sort of bench that the thing that was built mm-hmm. into the wall and then that way you could kind of use this the hot stones as like a grilling pan that to, to cook different foods so that was why they think that so like just because of some irish tourists that kind of gave them the idea of it but it very well could have been just a bench yeah. or something but and there were other things like there's a lot of evidence to show that she showed us that seems to all point to that irish uh, settlers came here yeah first yeah so in yeah. that same cave there's that uh, engraving right Selka. oh there yes so so it looks like it looks like runes like like um like norse runes that um like the language like the written language of of vikings and but apparently i like after they discuss after they sort of um i guess analyzed them further they realized it was a, a much much older version of the of this type of language that wasn't really used by vikings because i guess they didn't develop their alphabet until later on but these irish monks i forget what i forget i forget the exact name of the language but they used the, these particular runes in their language back back like mm-hmm. you know back in back in the day and so because of that, did she say it was the year four hundred or like? Yeah, like I think I think it was like three four hundred something yeah. like that. So this was like six six hundred years before the Vikings would have would have sailed there. Oh, sorry, like three or, or uh, it would have been like four or five hundred years. So the Vikings, I think, uh, they landed in eight seventy four. Okay. And this would have been like four hundred something like that. These like so, and then a lot of people. I mean, she she has her own theories, and she showed us why, and it makes a lot of sense. I think because of um, the lack of uh, or. Or there's, I think she said there, there's the fungus growing inside the grooves. So it, yeah, which was... so one of the, her biggest, uh, one of the biggest pieces of evidence to support that this um, engraving is from uh, Irish settlers in the 300s or 400s is because um, a the language that's being used is an older language than what Vikings were mm-hmm. were using yeah. at the time. Um, I think that she had said that um, researchers or uh, what, what's the Archaeologists? word I'm looking for? Uh, Historians? Historians are like people that, that are like really knowledgeable on this specific type of literature, like this type of language had said that there's no way that someone could have done this 
that far back. It's probably somebody who came in the last century that like had studied this language yeah. and wrote it. And so she said her reason for not believing them is that the fungi that's growing in, on the cave is even in the grooves of the right. the writing. So right, and then oh yeah, and then she the way she just the way she proved that was that she showed in another cave, she showed another um, engraving that that had fungus growing over top of like the whole area of the wall, mm -hmm. and where it was engraved, there was no fungus inside, and and that particular engraving was dated to like. 1950 or 1940 yeah. or something like that and, yeah. and there had it there hasn't been there isn't any fungus in there it takes a long time so for that yeah type of fungus in that in those types of caves to so, grow. so so even so even in 70 years it wasn't enough time for this fungus to grow whereas in the other one with the runes it, it there was fungus there mm -hmm. so that kind of shows her that there was a lot, a lot a lot more time in between now and when those things when that was engraved mm -hmm. to, to, because it allowed for a lot more fungus to grow mm -hmm. inside so mm -hmm. again it, it's just it's just her theory it's but it makes a lot of sense yeah but it makes a lot of sense yeah yeah so really really cool yeah i don't know there was a lot of really cool history lessons overall on that and then uh, oh yeah and then the last the last cave mm -hmm. so it was the first the first two caves one well, was on the walk to the last cave so the first two two caves that we went into are kind of situated close together and it's close they were by attached the, and they were yeah attached. they were attached and it's close by the um the ticket booth or whatever you want to call it like the little room the little yeah the, the, the main entrance. the front office yeah, hut yeah. type thing um and so you walk about like five minutes not even like down this field on this farmer's property and you can see these other caves that she's actually like gated off mm -hmm. they're trying to they're trying to um to stop any like dust, debris, sand, garbage from flying into those caves. Right. So um, they're hoping if they get enough, I guess, funding to eventually clean one of those caves out so they can open it up this yeah. summer is yeah. what she was saying. So yeah, it was cool to see those caves. But then the last cave was at the end of the property, I think. Yeah. Um, and that was pretty cool. That one was probably... I was not expecting... No. I was actually, can I just say, when we were walking down, okay, we walked down these stairs. She opens the doors to this cave. We walked down the stairs. To the, to the last cave? Yeah. To the first ones? The last cave. Okay. So she opens the door. We're walking down the stairs. I think I was the first one in because uh -huh. she opened the door and then I went in first. You were behind me and then she comes in last. And there were a whole bunch of candles. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. And just to backtrack, all the other caves have, are lit. are lit with along the edge of the ground so along the ground but on, it's like christmas lights all around the edge they're of like the ground. they're like they're like kind of rope rope lights like, yeah it's like it's but they're lit in the corners on the ground so yeah. all along this all, all along the perimeter of the ground against the wall yeah so it looks really cool but, it was really cool but this last cave didn't have any of those lights they had a few spotlights a few spotlights as well did it? okay but it had candles yeah it was like with a candles. bunch of candles like like 20 candles for all. a hot second i was like because we were the only two on this tour as well I thought we were going to be sacrificed i was kind of like for a second like okay we're the only people here we're in a cave with this woman we don't know and there's a whole bunch of candles lit in they're this gonna have bucket. some kind of cult sacrifice <laughs> cult cult human sacrifice <laughs> Oh. scary for like a hot second but then i went back to being normal again yeah it's like I'm listening to too much murder mystery but it's fine so it was really cool the the cave that the last cave that we walked into it looked like a church that was like the first that was yeah either a church or like a, a stage like a, had, a play there was so there was like a, a raised platform about two-thirds of the way in 
and then on the on the in, so on either side of the raised platform on the left and on the right there was a set of stairs and then there was a there was nothing there was like a, a a platform but no stairs in the middle so it was like from left to right it went it went like three foot wide staircase like maybe five steps up mm-hmm. kind of stage and then another three five maybe five uh stair uh platform uh, kind of set on the right and then on top of the middle part where there was no stairs was on either side was was a kind of uh pillar with a candle on top so it looked very much like a like a, an altar yeah. like an altar or like what do you call it like a um a pulpit kind of thing not not really a pulpit but a place where you could put a pulpit for someone to, to speak and then mm-hmm. there was kind of chair set up in the in this on, on the on the side which mm-hmm. made it kind of look like it was meant it was they were they were modern chairs they weren't old chairs they no. were kind of just folding chairs that yeah. they put there but that you kind of just you saw that and you're like this is this could be like a something where you could preach mm-hmm. right so she was saying and so but she didn't tell us that till the, till, till like later till no, later on into that first impression walking in yeah it's kind of like yeah but there, and, though, and then it, i think eventually after that so that was probably used in the time of those irish monks mm-hmm. right and um but i, I after t- after it got kind of discovered um by modern people they use it. I think that's what they they said. They use it as a. Is that, is that where they use it as a? No, 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 no. Oh yeah, it was a hay storage. It was it was storage for hay because they had the tracks. So yeah. so on the side of it, behind where the pew where the altar would be, there was a set of tracks that led up to this opening on the right side, and that's where they would they would uh, they would keep their hay and then use those tracks to to re, to uh, mm-hmm. take it out. Mm-hmm. Someone would take a rope and pull it up on these tracks to get yeah. the hay out. And that's like a separate part of the cave. I don't know if like that uh, function of the cave was used in the 70s when the farmers were kind of using these caves as different ways to store food items, to store animals, to, you know, bring hay up and down to the cow. Like, I don't well, really know. The church one was used for hay. Yeah, but I don't know if that was just in the seventies or if like the monks were also using it for farming purposes. Oh, I don't. I think that I think I think what she said was it was originally a church, and then eventually once it got once it got discovered again mm-hmm. in the in modern day they, in the seventies. Yeah, the seventies. Yeah. They 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 began to use it as a as a hay storage for okay. their for their livestock. Okay. And then they would they would bring it up from the top, like from mm-hmm. down with those tracks. Yeah. And it was actual train tracks from an original railroad that I think was built in 1918. Yeah. That and doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, so they, they got have a train in Ireland. In uh, Iceland. Or Iceland. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they the tra- the tracks they use are actual pieces of the train track from there. Um, but uh, but yeah, and then and then she and then she kind of this is the point where she kind of gives us this really in depth history lesson about. The origins of Iceland and how it became a, a sort of kind of she t- she tells us about how how the the culture of Iceland and 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 its and its pride of of Vikings I guess was was it was it was it was also from a political standpoint because initially uh, the Danish king was um, was the I guess the liege lord of of all the people of Iceland it was it was a colony and then in order to gain its independence there's a big I guess. Oh yeah, the Irish. So back in Viking time, Irish, the Irish, the Celts were used as like were slaves, right? So it, well, it, when their lands were pillaged, Vikings would bring back slaves, right? right? Yeah, yeah. So they would bring. So like when you when back in that day of when they were looking for independence, um, I think was it a thousand years ago? Anyways, it was many, many, many mm-hmm. centuries, centuries ago, mm-hmm. um, when they were looking for independence in order, like, the, if you were to say, yeah, like, you know, we are a, a colony of uh, Irish monks and and 
of Scandinavian explorers, it would be, they said, it would be very difficult for a Danish king to give independence to a group of people who, who fraternized with, uh, Slate. with well, slaves, with, yeah. with, with, with people who they saw as slaves, who they weren't slaves. But if you saw, if you said, yeah, we were, we were dealing with the Irish, they would say, you know, you're, so you're, you're kind of yeah, on even playing field with enslaved before yeah like so we why would we give yeah. weaklings like you because i guess strength was very powerful at that time yeah. so, or uh, strength was a, was a coveted sort of characteristic to have so they were like they were thinking that if they were to kind of admit that they were living amongst on equal playing on equal terms with 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 people who they would think of slaves it wouldn't be it wouldn't show strength therefore they wouldn't get their independence so that whole idea of of the irish monks and them being there before them is kind of gets pushed under the rug i Mm -hmm. think in their education system during history class they'll say they they really raise up this viking sort of heritage which Mm -hmm. i mean i don't blame them that's pretty (laughs) badass if if you were viking but so in reality like Oh, and she said there, there are a lot of so a lot of uh, heritage, a lot of genealogies were done, um, like uh, in terms of I guess their DNA, mm-hmm. um, for for Icelandic people, and then a thirty percent of their of their genealogy comes from Ireland. The Isn't other, it like 33, 33, 33? So, so so she said it's thirty percent Irish, thirty percent Norse, like Nor- Norwegian, thirty mm-hmm. percent Danish, and then the other ten percent is like a kind of a hodgepodge of oh, just random okay. random stuff. So the the whole irish monk so the irish monks played a big role in their uh and and in, in their culture and they could interbreed because at the time the irish catholics weren't um celibate yeah they weren't celibate but they could because they weren't part of the cat the the roman catholic church mm. yet they weren't uh kind of amalgamated into one um a d- denomination of christianity so at that time the Irish weren't didn't have to be celibate. They could have wives and and have mm-hmm. children and breed and you know to do all this stuff. So they interbred with these Viking um, Scandinavian Norse settlers mm-hmm. and developed their own Icelandic kind of heritage. And a lot of the words in Icelandic have some root in in uh, in I, I guess it, I don't know if it's Gaelic or Celtic. I don't know what the exact language you said was, but. Yeah, I don't in in the either. in the language that the Irish monks spoke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. There's some overlap yeah. there. So some really really cool history lesson. Super cool. Awesome. She spent an hour and 20 minutes with us, which I think is longer than the normal tour. I think yeah. it said that it was only supposed to be an hour, but an I think hour, she yeah. might have spent a little bit of extra I think time. We, were, like, we had some questions. We had, we asking questions and just yeah. kind of just cuz we it was just just us so we could like almost have like a bit of a conversation yeah. with it, right? Yeah. She was really awesome. Was and really we'll good. have to leave a Yelp review because I I want this place to so, get more attention because she yeah. was saying that it's, you know, still relatively new. You have to get the word out there and she also I don't know how they get funding to clean out these caves, but I'm sure they get some from from the government, like for like. Uh, like yeah, a, there must be, but there needs to be like a demand, and then, supply um, and demand, right? Yeah. So we need to get the word out there. Well, yeah. If you ever, so if, if you ever, anybody ever goes to Iceland, definitely check out the Cape oh. of Hell. It's in south south, south Iceland, Iceland, yeah. Iceland yeah. yeah, more towards the west of it, like kind of the western sort yeah, of southwest, southern side. Yeah, yeah. So and then so speaking of Vikings, Ooh. Haley took it upon herself to make some reservations to this really awesome restaurant. <laughs> Which was Viking themed. I'm glad you liked it. I thought you would. Oh, I, it I was, was so it cool. I knew we had to do a Viking experience, yeah, in some way, shape, or form in Iceland. So I found this Viking restaurant. It came highly recommended. It wasn't too too far from where we're staying. It's about an hour and a bit away. It's like an hour and a minute. 
Yeah. It was an hour. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um, I wish we had gone in the daylight just so you could see, like, the full scope. Yeah. Because, like, the actual <laughs> place itself, it's, like, covered in grass. Like, the roof is, the like, roof fully and the covered walls. in, like, dirt and grass. Like, yeah, it, it looks, looks like a hut. It looks like a Viking hut. Like, if you yeah. were, like, it does, It looks like it, the, the structure was built in the 800s mm-hmm. and was just sitting there forever yeah and then you walk in and it looks the same thing like it's there's like tables. a great hall it looks like yeah it's it like looks long it's got all these tables yeah there's like there's like a stage at the one end of it with like a little fire uh <laughs> a, a hearth i guess or kind of yeah this and there's like uh animal pelts all over the walls. yeah and then like, shields there's a whole bunch of shields yeah and there's like every like all the all the 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 lighting is is in horns, horns. Yeah. Like, yeah there's horns and uh <laughs> with like little little fake flames coming out of it and then it's really wild and then every table has these kind of like horn shot glass <laughs> yeah things on there everything has the yeah. horns the music everywhere. they play is like from vikings like it sounds yeah. like it's like from the yeah. show vikings yeah the opening the opening uh song for vikings yeah. is basically like a version of that That's yeah crying. it was super cool and the food okay i think the food was the highlight of the pl- like it, it's a great place if you like vikings if you like the show yeah. you'll obviously want to go here but even if you don't the food itself is worth going yeah there's it was so good yeah my one criticism is that they didn't serve their beer out of horns it right. was a regular glass which okay fine they but should have served their come beer on, out of horns, horns. like yeah. you can like you can fit. I think that maybe the thing with the horn is that you can't put it down. But see, if they were to put a hole in every table where you could put your horn into in order yes. to, or if you have a horn and then you attach a sort of like, or, you know, you could first, okay, number one, you could make a horn that's cut off at the bottom. So it has a cup like the people in Vikings did, mm-hmm. right? Like you wouldn't have the pointed end. You just cut off the pointed end. So there's a flat end and then you just sit it down. Yeah. Or you could take a horn and put a sort of base on it that would create a, a base for it to stand on. Yeah, that could work. I think that this restaurant is walking that fine line between being gimmicky and being a fine dining restaurant. Like I think that they're trying to not be like, they're not going full throttle into the Vikings like, drink with well, like the, medieval the atmos- times type yeah, of like yeah, situation yeah. because like they could go that route where you eat with your hands and you like wear a bib mm-hmm. but well they had really cool cutlery they rather- did and so like i i think that they're trying to make it more fine dining mm-hmm. so they had like really cool old-fashioned cutlery the forks had were had two prongs yeah they were like pronged forks and like the knives were like kind of like little axes the bla- yeah little axes but yeah that's right that's kind of did what they look like but the yeah and the blades were the blades they were they, they were they, the blades of the knives didn't take up half of the actual knife. It was like the tip, it was the, the top, top yeah. like fifth of the of the knife. Yeah, it was the, super cool. But I think they're trying to make it like more high class. Like it was elevated. Bit, yeah. It wasn't gimmicky. So it was food yeah. It was so good. And then we got the the menu was limited. So yeah, so first of all there was only small. there was only there, there was a pretty good drink menu, but there was all there was maybe like two soups, uh, a charcuterie board. A there was like a Viking tasting plate which we got. Mm-hmm. Four, a, four, they had some vegan options. Yeah, there was a vegan option. There was one vegan option. There was four yeah. entrees. I think there was like the yeah, Helen and Theo Steve can go to Iceland. Yeah, they can go yeah. to this place. They can get what they need. Exactly. They had some vegan options. Yeah, and vegetarian options. So yeah. I think they had like a cool, um, like a there was like a deep fried a, cauliflower. Yeah, like dish. a medley, a vegetable medley. Yeah. and then there was a cod. There was a cod too. There was a cod dish. Yes, a fish. yeah, fish dish. That was. Oh, that looked so good, but I had cod not too long ago. So 
what did we end up getting? So I ended up getting uh, a duck leg. Mm. A duck leg, which came with uh, little, little uh, what do you call them? The potatoes, the little potatoes, the little mm-hmm. circular potatoes. And... Um, Carrots? Oh. I think there was like I think it was like 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 onion like I think it was a can not a candied onion but it was an onion with sweets to it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't a lot of the the duck leg was really big, mm-hmm. but there was like little small vegetables that kind of surrounded it. I don't really remember exactly what it was, but it was like there's maybe like five potatoes, but the duck leg was the star of the show. It was it was mainly just duck leg, which was it. enough because it was but it was a really big piece, mm-hmm. and it I was so it was so good. It was like it was. I don't think I, the only time I've ever had duck was I've, I've had duck wings before mm-hmm. and they were good, but this was way better. This was like, imagine having like a chicken wing, but instead of a, ch- it's all chicken wing meat. It's like, it's like one giant chicken wing with a lot it's of meat like on it. It's dark meat It's though. dark meat, but it's not like, it's not like chicken meat. It's a lot more flavorful and this, like the skin of it was really good. Like it just, all together, it was like the, the, whatever, uh, I don't know if it was a marinade or a rub they used, but. Either way, it was the flavor was really really good. It tasted like to me, it tasted like like um like a really good like really really good chicken wings. Mm. But instead of multiple chicken wings that are kind of just deep fried, it was like almost like a baked chicken wing mm. that was just as juicy as a deep fried chicken wing. But the but it was all of just to just take the meat out of that and make it a duck, make it mm. make it into a giant leg. It was really good. really good. Yeah. And, and you got what? I got lamb. Oh my god, it was so good. Mm-hmm. It was like butter. Yeah. Melted in your mouth. Yeah. It was just it was really oh, good. it was so good. And then that came with uh mashed parsnips mm. and some carrots. Right. It was delicious. Yeah, and some it, I think there were some potatoes too on my dish. Yeah, there was a couple ones, yeah. And to drink I got a Icelandic and sorry, an Icelandic cider. Yes. It was really good. Nice. And got, it wasn't I, in a horn, but I'm okay with that. Oh, well, I got a, I got I got a, I got a You got a bone to pick. I mean, it's a, you have all these horns here with all these different functions. You may as well get a, something. You may as well have a horn to drink out of. I have two horns at home that I drink out of. And I don't, I don't, I don't live in a Viking restaurant. No, but. Figure it out, Viking restaurant. Yeah, I guess. Either way, still really, really great. Really good. You can awesome. write that on the Yelp review, but we're going to give them five stars still. Sure. But uh, yeah, over, even still overall, it was just, just being in the place and looking around is great. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the everything on the walls, was, you, you, you got a little seal pelt on your table. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you, again, if you're a vegan, you might I mean, not want to go to this place because there's a lot of dead animal skins. Yeah. There were a great. few. I don't know if the polar bear one was real. I don't think mm. it was. I, I, don't, I don't, were any of them real? The seal pelts felt pretty real, but. Yeah. And I think they have a lot of seals in Iceland, but Maybe. I don't know about the polar bear. I can't imagine it would be real, yeah. but you never know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that it was, was cool. It so was awesome. that so that was really cool. Yeah, the the the, Vi- the Viking theme day was mm-hmm. awesome. Like the mad, it was magical Viking day, magical Vikings. Yeah. It was oh yeah. A, a day of magic waterfalls and Viking filled splendor. After today, I believe in magic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I do. I and then, and then it was. I mean, you might as well because we came home, and lo and behold, your phone was found. I know. So I know it was just it was the best. The day. story comes full circle. Yeah. So what do we have on tap tomorrow? Tomorrow we have the waterfalls. Mm-hmm. The the waterfall where Loki we filmed the scene. Might do a scene. lava thing. We're gonna do a, a volcano exhibit. Yeah. Oh, there was a there was a there was a um, 
An earthquake. An earthquake today. We didn't even feel it though. No. Apparently there was like a four four point eight or something like that. Yeah, a 4. 8. our tour the tour guy told us that she was like, "Did you guys feel the uh, the earthquake?" And we were like, "What?" No. We, I, apparently, when you when you're driving or when you're walking, you don't really feel it because I guess you're moving around. Yeah. But if you're at home sitting still, you, you'll, you'll feel things so shake. So she was saying that one of the volcanoes in Iceland is due for an eruption. Yeah. Like, like really due. Yeah. Overdue. She, she's, she is due. Yeah. She's saying all volcanoes in Iceland are she's. Yes. But, but I think she also said some are he's. Yeah. Some, which but, I don't know what makes the difference. But I don't know either, but she didn't elaborate. But she said that the one close to Reykjavik, which is where we're going to be for five days, Come but I'm, I don't think it's like an November explosion 15. sort of no, thing. No, I'm sure it's, it won't It's be. probably just like, they probably have ways to control the flow. But it'd be really flow. cool if we could go and see an active volcano. We could That'd see lava. Cool. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be well, I wonder awesome. if we go to the volcano exhibit, we'll see. We'll see lava. Yeah, I, I think we will. But it would be cool to see one in real life. But yeah. that's what we're going to do tomorrow. And then that's it, right? Is I that so. so just the volcano exhibit and the, and the waterfall? Yep. Okay. All right. Cool. Awesome. Cool. Can't wait. Me too.